COVID vaccines, numbering, microchipping, invisible tattoos, fingerprints, retinal scans, facial recognition. Where do you draw the line on the mark of the beast coming in the near future? Well, we will analyze this and many other topics while taking your questions on this open line edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this open line edition of End of the Age. And I will be taking your calls today. The number to reach me, 1-877-363-8463. And before we get started with my opening dialogue and things, I want to recognize what's coming up on Monday. It's Memorial Day. And as many of you could probably imagine, I'm basically reading all the time. I consume as much information as I can. I, got, I have people from all over the world that send me things, uh, what's going on in their country and trying to keep me up to date. However, in our country on Monday, we celebrate Memorial Day. And I, I did not want to let this opportunity slip by to bring us just to refocus on what we're really doing. And yes, we are preparing people for eternity. It's the most important thing in all of our lives. But we live in a land that allows us to worship and practice, worship the God that we want and to practice our religion freely. I will go to church this Sunday, raise my hands, worship God without the fear of a communist government coming in and carting me off to jail. Okay, so that freedom does not come free. People, men and women have died to protect that right for me. And I read something I've read, like I say, I've read so much material on all of this stuff over the years, but I wanted to bring something to you today before we get started from Colonel James Pucci, who served as the Director of Sustainment and Information for the Army Chief of Chaplains at the Pentagon. And he wrote something. He's been on the front lines. He's been there. He's done it all. He's held the hands of service members who have passed. And so a voice of experience. I wanted. He wrote an article, The Real Meaning of Memorial Day. And it really just hit me. And I wanted to share this with you today before we get going, because I know everybody's going to have their barbecues and do all this other. But the real meaning of Memorial Day is recognizing those who have given their lives to for our freedoms that we enjoy. And so the real meaning of Memorial Day. He says Memorial Day has come to, you know, signify the start of summer for many Americans. And they've had. They've got their uh, ball games and the, the barbecues and things like that. 
But really, he says Memorial Day was created as an occasion to honor those who have paid the ultimate price to ensure our freedom. It's our opportunity to stop and give thanks for the many who have died protecting that freedom. Many considered the 20th century to have been the bloodiest century in all of history. And since the start of the 20th century, American service men and women have lost their lives in seven wars and conflicts. The number of lives lost and injuries sustained and families impacted is staggering, really. During the last century, the weapons of war have changed significantly, and our nation's enemies have also changed during the last 100 years. And yet one constant during this time of change has been the presence of the Bible. Wherever our troops have been sent, that's because regardless of the circumstances of the battlefield, the cry of the soldier remains the same, God help me. The Bible and its message of foundational hope have provided comfort and encouragement to those facing the most unimaginable circumstances. And while far too many have, uh, have lost their lives in conflict, many more soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, guardians have faced the horrors of war as well as the challenges of coming home. And when they face the hurdles of re, re, um, readjusting to civilian life, once again, the Bible is there to bring comfort and hope and direction. God's word provides peace amid chaos and perspective when the world seems upside down. And it also provides encouragement for those on the battlefield and loved ones back home. For those who gave their lives for freedom, words from the Bible are often the last that they hear. In this world, as dedicated chaplains hold their hand and honor their sacrifice Many times, even as they are making the sacrifice, you understand what I'm saying? The chaplain said that he's a colonel. He said, I have had the supreme privilege of comforting those on the battlefield by reading words of comfort from God's word. I have seen the peace that comes with the assurance of strength and courage offered by God. The widows, widowers, fatherless children uh, of our American military family also cling to the Bible's truths as they stand strong within the loss of their loved ones. As we remember the sacrifice of their heroic loved ones, let's not forget their one personal their own personal sacrifices. This Memorial Day, yes, you can enjoy your hamburgers and hot dogs with loved ones, but remember to take a moment and remember those who cannot do the same. Remember those families who will have an empty seat at their table and the men and women who used to occupy it, but now they don't. One way we can honor their sacrifice is to continue to bring the comfort of God's word to those in harm's way. They pay tribute uh, to these men and women by picking up a Bible and reading the words that echo on the battlefields of today and yesterday. Perhaps consider reading Psalm 91 aloud. Allow this unchanging hope to strengthen, encourage, and bring peace to you on Memorial Day and every day. Man, it really, it this just really struck me and I wanted to share it with everybody because the freedoms that we enjoy. I just, in the July-August issue of End Time Magazine, 
I wrote an article about the power grab in America and what's going on with people trying to overtake our freedoms and different things. And you'll, you'll see uh, the ones that read the article. And I was thinking about that. And then I read this about Memorial Day and I thought, Man, all of those freedoms were bought with the ultimate price from so many men and women. And I'm so thankful for them today. I support all of our military forces. We've got so many military members, men and women around the world that follow End Time Ministries. And we minister to them and we help them understand things in the Bible to help them get through tough times. I deal with them all the time. And so I want to say thank you to each and every one of them and those that gave the ultimate price. On Memorial Day. Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, volume one, Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith in the hearts of Christians around the world we will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one-time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME right now. That's 800-363-8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com. So I, I know I've got a lot of calls, and again, I will be taking your calls today, one 877 Very quickly, my opening tease, COVID vaccines, numbering, global numbering systems, microchipping, invisible tattoos, fingerprints, retinal scans, facial recognition photographs, all these things that are going on. Where have you decided to draw the line when it comes to the mark of the beast? Have you asked yourself that question? Say, well, we don't have to right now. No, I totally agree with you. Uh, that, that we're a few years away from that system being put in place. But I've had some people lately that have contacted me and said, hey, this is where I'm drawing the line. The, the vaccine, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm not going to take that. It's, it's the mark of the beast. I'm drawing the line here. Things like that. So I, I just wanted to pose a question to get those juices flowing. Um, I know we're a few years off from it, but 
Have you decided in your mind, where will I draw the line on this? Where will there come a time when I just say, no, can't do this? And for me, it's the numbering system. When they give everybody a number and they start using that number to economically sanction people to get them to pledge allegiance, thereby worshiping the Antichrist and the world governing system, that's when I'm just, that's my line in the sand right there. Can't cross that line. So two things you should never do before I go to the phones. And I've got a, wow, got a lot of calls. So here we go. But two things you should never do. Never take a mark of identification on your person. Never a, an invisible tattoo, a microchip, any of that stuff. A mark of identification. Never. And then never pledge allegiance to the Antichrist or his world governing system. I don't see the coronavirus, the um, COVID vaccine as they're not doing that. The COVID vaccine is not the mark of the beast. Uh, again, societal conditions pointing us in that direction. I understand all of that. But it's not the mark of the beast. I have several pastor friends of mine that have taken the vaccine. Our event, um, missionary to Israel had to take it to go back. Uh, he's been stuck over here for months. He took it to go back. It's not the mark of the beast. However, there will come a time when we've got to draw a line in the sand. And my question to you is, where's your line in the sand? For me, it's the numbering system and the pledge allegiance to the Antichrist and the world governing system. According to scripture, that's what you can't do. But there are other people that are drawing different lines. And so that would be my question to you today. We can get into that or uh, we can look at it next week. Okay, so let's go straight to the phones. I got a lot of calls. Uh, let's go to Pat in Michigan. God bless Pat. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Dave. I, my line would be the same as yours, although I'm not taking that uh, vaccine for uh, reasons that I really don't trust the fact that it has not been under scrutiny and long-term um, clinical trials, things right. like that. I'm right. concerned about that. Agreed. But, um, I'm yeah, agreeing with you, Pat. Just like you said, yeah. my question for today is, um, how do I explain to a friend that we are not the young lions of Tarshish from Ezekiel, but we are the um, eagle in uh, Daniel 7-4 and Revelation 12-14? Um, I said to her um, that we're no longer under uh, sovereignty or we're, we're not part of, the, of Great Britain anymore. And... Um, she kind of, she didn't get it. So I just wondered if you had any other things that I could explain to her. Yeah. So if you go to, um, what, so I want to explain to everybody what you're talking about here. The Bible says that in Ezekiel yeah. 38, uh, 38, 13, Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish and with all the young lions thereof, um, shall say unto thee, art thou, uh, come to take the spoil, hast thou gathered to thy company to take prey, uh, to carry away the silver and the gold, da, da, da. We, we're not going to be included in the armies that are come down against Israel to battle in the end time. And we're not, we're not uh, like you say, we're not the lions here. Because in Daniel 7, 4, and this would be the, the best way for you to explain it to her, is that when we move into prophecies about the second coming of Jesus Christ, um, when, when it talks about a, an animal symbol, 
Daniel chapter 7 lets us know that those animal symbols symbolize a nation or a kingdom and the leader of that nation or, or kingdom. And so the, the lion, Great Britain, the eagle's wings, the United States, that Daniel said, I, I beheld to the eagle's wings were plucked, made stand upon the feet of a man, and a man's heart was given to it. That's the United States clear as a bell. When you Amen. go to Revelation 13... All of those beasts are gathered together. It had the body of the leopard, the feet of the bear, mouth of the lion, ten horns of the ten horn kingdom. All of those beasts are mentioned there again in Revelation 13 in that world government. The United States is not mentioned in that. Jump back one chapter, Revelation 12, 14. Uh, the Bible says, The woman, Israel, is carried away on the wings of a great eagle, where she is nourished in her place, Israel, for that time, times, and half times, that final three and one half years. Now, her, who your friends disconnect may be, well, the United States is not mentioned after that. It's, it's not mentioned at the Battle of Armageddon. Even though Ezekiel 38 right here is talking about the um, Battle of Armageddon. But we've separated yeah. from the lion. And we're, right. we're our own nation now. The lions involved in the world governing body. We're not going to be in the end time. We're going to be fi- we're going to be standing with Israel against the world governing body, and so for her to say or he whoever uh, to yeah. say that we're part of the lions here in Ezekiel thirty eight thirteen, it simply does not make any sense according to Scripture because we came out of the lion and are standing against the world government um, yeah. all the way to the end. Yeah. And the other thing, Dave, is for anybody that's listening, for me, the fact that that whole chapter states very clearly that that it is addressing the nations that are alive at the return of Jesus, the kingdom. Yes. And, uh, you know, not uh, some something back from ancient times. And right. Uh, right now we're known as the eagle. Absolutely. Cross yeah. the board. So anyway, thanks, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Pat. And uh, you're absolutely correct. In Daniel 7, those nations are on the earth at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ. And right. the uh, nations, let's say in Daniel chapter 2, those exactly. empires, yeah. the the yeah. um, Babylonian, the, the, the Medes and the Persians, the Grecians, the Roman Empire, those are all gone. And now these are we're we, we're dealing with nations that are on the earth. So you're absolutely yeah. correct, Pat. Totally agree. Okay. Thanks, Dave. All right. God bless. Love you. Bye. I love you too. I love all you guys. <laughs> Let's go to um, Leanne right here in Texas. God bless Leanne. Welcome to End of the Age. Welcome. Thank you, Dan. Dave. I'm sorry. Um, I just wanted to make a comment. I've been watching the evolution of this technology go for. Uh, Several years, I have been a manager of a major airline, yeah. and in 2016 uh, was the date that I drew the, law, the line in the sand. We were coming back in from Mexico into the Houston airport, and there was a machine that looked much like a bank kiosk mm-hmm. that every person had to uh, place their passport and their fingerprints on their hand on to get the fingerprints, sure. and that was the Customs and Border Patrol. Uh-huh. And when I saw that machine, uh, I told the officer I wasn't going to do that. I refused to do it. And the disclaimer clearly stated on this machine that you did not have to do this uh, these steps on this machine. Right. And I asked the officer, I said, how many people re- reject or do not do this machine, go through these steps? And he said, you're the only person that I've ever had that wouldn't 
uh, put your take your give your fingerprint. Yeah. And um, basically, by the uh, by the time that by the time they let us go through, I had four or five officers surrounding me. I mean, they were thinking that I was. I guess they were going to try to arrest me for not going through with this. It was a. It became a major deal because yeah. I would just not follow. There were hundreds of thousands of people a day that go through that process. Mm-hmm. And then about three years later, they put different machines in that requires you to put your passport on the machine, put your fingerprint, uh, put your handprint. It took your fingerprint, and then it also took a picture of your your face. Yeah. And you Facial. had to take that information and go through customs. Now, this unless you did these steps, it would not allow you to come into our country, even though you were standing in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. On the other side of security, you were technically not allowed to come into the United States. And so, again, I've been to Mexico and other countries several times, and each time uh, that we come to these machines, uh, I re- have refused. Of course, it was always a, a major deal. The police were called in every instance. Um, now, I just came back from Mexico two days ago, and I was prepared to go again, refuse to place my hand on the scanner, refuse to get my picture, and surprise, surprise, there was not a single machine in the airport, all because of COVID. Huh. And all of a sudden, we don't have to take uh, – in. It's to me, it's just a farce. The whole thing is a farce in right. order to get our information. It's not needed. It's needed. It's just a, a way of for the beast right. system to gather our information. Right. And it's now. I just got several. I've received several emails today. Exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, what's going to happen is we're not going to be able to travel on an aircraft unless we have a va- vaccination. That's coming next. Right. But the whole thing is just a preparation for our minds. So with, when uh, the Antichrist does come, their people won't reject it. They'll be so used to it, we're just drinking right. the Kool-Aid. Totally agree. Uh, no, I, I, I agree with you, Leanne. Again, like I say, it, like you, 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 your case in point, um, uh, there are people that are drawing different lines in the sand. Of course, that's your line, and, and that every, you have your own prerogative. You can make your own mind. You can do whatever you want. Um, and, and I agree with you on a lot of it. It's societal conditioning. I'm not going to let my mind be conditioned just to fall yeah. in line and just do whatever, whatever the government tells me to do. I absolutely will not do that. But the Bible says to occupy till I come. And I want, I'm going to, I talked to Irvin Baxter about this for years. What are we going to do? When do we draw the line? And we decided that we would occupy in this world. We would use the system until they began to abuse it, and then we would opt out. We just say we just simply cannot do that. Up until this point, I know that the mark of the beast is not here. And so uh, would I give a fingerprint? Yeah, I would give one. Um, the facial recognition, I've had that done. Um, so, uh, again, my line in the, si- in the sand, uh, Leanne, would be, According to scripture, I cannot put a mark on me anywhere of identification Mm -hmm. and I can't pledge allegiance thereby worshiping the Antichrist. But I also, I totally agree with what you're saying. I I feel what you're saying that um, the societal conditioning that people are just going to be like, well, this is just one more thing. Let's just go ahead and do it. I totally agree with you. That's why we got to make sure everybody's educated on what's coming in the future. And man, I certainly appreciate your input. It's been good. Thank you. Absolutely. Have a great day. Thank you much, Leanne. And, and uh, 
we're, we're all in this together, everybody. And uh, I, would wev- I would rather err on the side of caution than to just blunder into this thing and just say, well, I'll just give me whatever number you want. I'll take it. I'll, I'll pledge allegiance. No, you got to be educated. You got to know what's coming. And um, we'll, I'll make sure that End Time Ministries will keep you up to date on these things. When the Antichrist is here, what we should and shouldn't do. Um, but I, I, scripturally, that's going to be our line in the sand. You cannot take a mark of it. You say, well, what about the people that have already taken a chip? Um, man, the chip has not been used at this point to get people to, to um, you know, economically sanction people, to get them to bow down to the world government, the Antichrist and things like that. Will they go to hell because they took the chip? I, you know... At this point, I don't think so. Probably, you know, would I say that somebody that's taken a chip, let's say in one of these factories, there are thousands of people that have taken them in Sweden and over in Europe and places like that. Would I say that they've taken the mark of the beast and they're going to hell? At this point, no, I wouldn't say that. It's really close, but I would not be willing to say, ah, you've taken the mark of the beast. The beast didn't even hear yet, okay? Would I take a chip? Absolutely not. Today, I would not take one. But when they, if those people, if they start to economically sanction those people to get them to bow down to the Antichrist and the world government, things like that, you know, I would be, I don't know. I mean, I, I simply would not do that. That's some, it's scriptural. It's of eternal consequence. And so there's going to come a time when we've just got to draw the line. And I want to make sure that everybody is educated on this stuff um, so that you know what you're doing. And I'm glad that there are people like Leanne that are saying, you know what? No, I can't do that. Uh, and I, I don't disagree with you at all, Leanne, and, and thank you for the input. Uh, let's go to Scott out in California. God bless Scott. Welcome to End of the Age. Hello, Scott. Hello. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. How are you? Good, good, man. What's your question? Um, my question is, what's the Bible say about Biden? Is he going to get another term, or is it uh, Kamala Harris, or or, do, or does Trump have a, a prayer to, to sure. get so, another term? Uh, understood. Um, so can I? Well, uh, can I tell you what, Scott, we're coming up on a break here. Don't okay. know if I'll be able to fully answer your question. As far as Scripture goes, yeah, I know that we are. Um, the United States will not be part of the world government. Joe Biden is a globalist. Uh, will he remain in power? In other words, yeah. some people have said, well, hey, you know, it can't be Joe Biden. It's got to be somebody that comes back in who's not a globalist, things like that. Um, I wrote an article in the mag. It's my editorial this time about the United States-Israeli alliance in the end time. Regardless of a Republican or a Democrat, we're going to stay stand with Israel throughout the end time because the Bible says we will. The Bible does not say whether it's going to be a Joe Biden, a Kamala Harris, a Donald Trump, a Republican, or a Democrat. I can't answer that part of the question. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. 
When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Okay, we're going right back to the phones. Again, if you'd like to join me, one 8463 Scott, are you still with me? Yes, I am. Okay, so the Bible doesn't tell us um, whether a Republican, Democrat, a globalist, who, who the president's going to be. So I can't answer that part of your question. However, I do know the United States will stand with Israel and protect her against the world government all the way throughout the end time um, so it, what I did in, a, in, a, in my editorial in the July-August mag is I went and showed where a Republican since 1972, Republicans and Democrats, every administration has used our UN Security Council veto power to protect Israel against the United Nations. Now, I understand Obama let Resolution 2334 pass, which was a huge mistake, but there are other resolutions that he did pass and so i know that still today that we are uh the 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 biden administration has uh done it just within the last month like three times uh protected israel against the u.n security council veto so whether republican or democrat they've all used that security council veto to protect israel and so but i can't answer your who will become president I simply do not know that according to Scripture, Scott. Okay, because like I said, I like Trump and everything, but it seems like he didn't know how to speak, because I've noticed with Biden, somebody must be great, his scripts, his speeches, because it seems like he doesn't, he looks like he's in a fog, he doesn't know what to say, and I believe Kamala Harris might be, her and uh, and the other president were, uh, that you spoke of before, that, that, uh, the colored president, um, was helping, helping him out. Right. Well, Obama. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Obama. Because like I said, we need protection in this country because you see what there were people with the race riots and stuff like that. Right, I think right. that's going to get worse. So I yeah. pray for the U.S. and I love your, I love your program. It's awesome. I wish you was on for more than a half hour uh, <laughs> on the program, on the TV I have. Well, on Sunday nights. You rock. Uh, thank you so much, Scott. And um, 
I hear what you're saying on Kamala Harris. And, and again, at the, I, I'm, try, I'm only simply trying to give you a scriptural answer to your question. That's all I can do. And so, yeah. And so uh, I do thank you for the question. God bless you, Scott. Thank you for watching on you. Daystar, TCT, or wherever you're watching. Um, let's go to Roy in Florida. God bless Roy. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Brother Dave. How are you? I'm doing tremendous. How are you doing, Roy? God bless you, man. I'm doing good. Um, we're kicking dirt another day, so. Amen. I'm with you. I've, I agree with you 100%. But the line in the dirt or the line in the sand, that is subject to change, I think, at any given time. Okay. What do we do when we don't protect our, our families when, you know, what I see is maybe the Holocaust, something like the Jews, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and Hitler and everything else. When they start dragging you out, you can sit there and be telling them that you don't want to do something, but that's almost the same thing as a woman yelling rape. When a criminal wants to do things and right. the evil takes over, they just want to maybe try to drag you out and, right. and give you a stamp whether you want it or not. Uh-huh. So I think the day that when we lose our freedom and we can't protect ourselves, that is going to be a, that's going to be a big line in the sand. Right. With so many changes going on, I mean, everything is just all subject to change. I understand. And I understand your I understand your point, Roy. Um, so my whole premise here was that there are people saying now I'm drawing the line in the sand because of the COVID vaccine, or I'm drawing the line of sand in this. And I'm saying for me, there will come a time when I say I can't take a chip in my hand. I, I'm not going to pledge allegiance to the Antichrist and his world governing system. Um, Right. Will will that because of our role in the in the with the world government pulling out of the world government in the end time, will we will we face some of that here in the United States? I don't know if the the the, world, the mark of the beast is going to be fully implemented here in the United States. I have a friend who is a missionary that's in Germany. He's in Berlin, Germany. Imagine that. And right. I told him, I said, man, I said, you know, what are you going to do? I was standing in Germany with him. And I said, what are you going to do? Is there a time when you're going to leave? And he said, no. He said, I've got, we've established churches here. I'm not going to leave these people. God called us over here. I'm going to stay. If we have to go through some persecution, he said, that's what God's called me to do. And so I've made up in my mind that there will come a time when we have to say, no, we are opting out. If at that time, you know, here in the United States, again, I don't think it's fully going to come here. But yeah. um, if if at that time they say, okay, then, hey, you know, then persecution's going to come and things like that, my mind's made up, Roy. And, and that's right. it. And so, you know, I, again, another thing, though, when, again, when you're studying topics like this, you got to look at every verse from every angle. We know that there's going to be huge times of revival during the time of the Antichrist. The Antichrist is not going to be ruling the world like having his thumb on everybody's head. That's not how it's going to work. Right. Because there's going to be great times of revival. End time ministries is going to be fully involved in all of that because of what's happening in the uh, West Bank area and the door knocking campaign and all those things, the facilitation of revival in Israel we're going to be intricately involved in that because there are we're one of the only enti- entities, if not the only entity, that's even talking about it. Most everybody else believes we're going to be gone. We believe right. we're going to be here during that time. And because of Matthew 24, Jesus warned them Jews to flee out there. Who's going to tell them except somebody right. that understands? 
Exactly. Well, that's going to be our job. So I, I don't, um, that, I, I'm just telling you, that's, that's my line in the sand, Roy. And some of these things we'll have to live through and let God work things out. We're going to be led by the Spirit of God. Um, that, that's my position. Right. Yes. Well, thank you so much. All right, Roy. And hey, we're all going through this together. Uh, you, you know, again, will we, when we get a little farther down the road, we'll have a little more information. You know, we'll be able to say, well, you know. Uh, one thing I think we need to do, though, one thing I really honestly think we yeah, need to do yeah. is stop trying to rely on government and a president to lead us up out of what's going to take care of our troubles. Everybody yeah. might want Trump to come back or another president to come back or whoever to come back. Yeah. We need Jesus to come a- back. Amen. I know he's never left, but we need him to be in an office <laughs> that we can rec- recollect to. That yeah. We need him instead of saying we need government, we need a president, we need we, – we do, but we need, we need okay, Jesus Okay, well, I, it looks like I got cut off from you, Roy. Listen, I totally agree with you. Jesus Christ is the answer to everything. Uh, we talked about Trump a lot because he was doing many things that aligned up with Bible prophecy. And I talked to Irvin and, and, you know, we said, man, you know, we're talking about Trump a lot, but we're like, he's doing so much that lines up with Bible prophecy. We have to talk about him almost on a daily basis. But I'm not looking to Donald Trump. I'm not looking to Joe Biden. I'm not looking to any of them. I totally agree with you, Roy. I'm looking to Jesus Christ for a revival, the greatest time of revival the world's ever known in the end time. I say, come on, Lord Jesus. It w- you know, I'm a, I believe in a post-trib. I believe the Bible teaches a post-tribulation rapture. But it wouldn't bother me if he come in the next 10 minutes. The only reason I don't want him to do that is because I know that there's a lot of people that still need to be saved. And for their sake... I, I don't want, I want him to come, you know, I'm kind of, man, I just, I, I want him to come, but I don't because I, there's a lot of, a lot of people that I know of. There's millions of people that need to be saved yet. And the greatest time of revival is ahead of us. So, uh, we just got to keep in prayer and trust in him and move forward. Thank you so much for your call. Um, let's go to Ben in Oregon. God bless Ben. Welcome to end of the age. Hello. Hey Ben, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you doing, Dave? I'm doing tremendous. Thank you for calling. Hey, I have a question. You know, uh, uh, isn't Satan the devil the god of this earth? That's correct. The god yeah, of this when, age. When, yeah. Yeah, when people pray, they pray God in God's name. Uh-huh. Aren't they actually praying to Satan, the devil, Lucifer? No, because I think they're referring, I think in their mind they're praying to Jesus. They're not praying to, uh, when people are praying to God, I don't think they're praying to Satan. I mean, it really is a mindset. Um, I, I know there are people that pray to Satan, but you're, we're not praying to the God of this world uh, or the God of this age. We're praying to the God that created it all. Um, well, and, you know, Satan was put over this, and that's why, yeah. you know, the Bible says the callings of God are without repentance. The gifts and callings of God... So, but, um, Satan has no power over you because Jesus Christ defeated him at Calvary. Yeah. On the back of a dollar bill, it says, in God we trust, and then it has the pyramid with the all-seeing eye. Yes. And, you know, that, to me, that's all related to Lucifer saying the devil, because he's the God of this earth. And, uh, I believe that our Heavenly Father, doesn't he have a name? Yeah, absolutely. Jesus. Wait a minute. Jesus is the son, though. Right, right. right. You're, you're talking about Trinity. Right. So, Well, no, I'm saying Jesus is God. Jesus, You don't believe Jesus no. is God? 
No, he can't be because when he was crucified on the cross, he said, forgive them, Father, for they not know what they do. He wasn't talking to himself. Sure. And then when he was resurrected and he came back to his disciples, and his disciples said, tell us, Jesus, when is the end going to come? And he said, I do not know that. Only my Father in heaven knows that. Well, if he's God, the Father, when he... Why would he say to his disciples, I don't know that, only my Father in heaven knows that? Yeah. So I, you see I to- what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally understand your position, Ben. What I'm saying is that um, Jesus, it, it, according to Scripture, Jesus is God. And Jesus is simply God manifest in a fleshly form. You know, we can agree or disagree on that, but I'm just saying that that's how it was. In other words, when Jesus was praying on the cross, he was simply praying to the God of all humanity like we do. To mislead people. Not, what do you He's mean? misleading people. Well, for instance, Jesus, there's no way Jesus can be God because, you know, there's so many scriptures in the in the Bible when Jesus is talking to his Father. And, yeah. you know... He, he said, when you pray, pray Heavenly Father, Yahweh, you know? Yeah, no, I... God, I his name is Yahweh, Heavenly Father, and you in because he's Jesus is a mediator, and you in the prayer through Jesus Christ, amen. Yeah, I've, I've read all those scriptures, pray, man. Yeah, when people pray, they pray, oh, God, help me, God, forgive me, God, help me, in God's name. The Bible says but, everything you do in word or deed, do in the name of Jesus Christ. So we, yeah, when I pray, I pray mediator. to Jesus. What's that? Jesus, he's the mediator. Only through Jesus we can get to our Heavenly Father when you pray. Yeah, well, I I understand Matthew 28, all power in heaven and earth is given unto Jesus. Um, It's a big topic, Ben. I'm not going to get into it today because we'll spend the rest of time here and i got a full bank of callers. Um, but I, I understand your position. I thank you. Um, there are, you know, we've got resources at endtime.com that'll take you through all of that. Uh, that's a giant topic. That's one of the most biggest, that's one of the biggest topics in the Bible, the Godhead. Um, it's easily understood. We've got understanding the Godhead, a lot of different DVDs you can purchase, but that's a huge topic to go into with a full bank of callers. Okay. So Jeff in Texas, God bless Jeff. Welcome to end of the age. Hey, Dave. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. How have you been? This is I'm Jeff doing Fox. tremendous. <laughs> hey, um, the, the question I got in, in the, uh, uh, about the 12 apostles making the foundation of the New Jerusalem. Yes, sir. Um, Jesus picked 12. One went AWOL when Satan came into him, killed himself. Mm-hmm. Later in Acts, the 11 decided to pick one of two. Hey, so Jeff, can you hold one. through the break? Yeah. Okay, so just hold your call right there, and I'll pick you up back on the other side of the break. I don't want to cut you off because this is going to be a good question, I can tell. Um, So, again, everybody, uh, remember Memorial Day. I want you to make sure you remember everybody that has given their life, all the service members, to protect our freedoms that we have. There's a huge power grab in America, but we had people that paid for that with our blood. Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. Every news report brings a new piece to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, 
We opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. Okay, Jeff, sorry about that. Um, Please continue. That's okay. Um, Okay, so there was the 12, one took his own life. Yes. Satan came into him. The acts, they picked picked two and and, and, uh, picked one out of them. Mm -hmm. And then... On the road to uh, Damascus, mm-hmm. Saul gets uh, knocked down by Christ, mm-hmm. and later he, you know, says, claims he says he says in Scripture, Paul the apostle right. of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So now you have what fourteen less less one. So now you're down to thirteen, but you only got twelve foundations. Mm-hmm. Which one's the twelfth foundation? I don't know for sure which of, which is in the twelve. A lot of people I've heard Brother Baxter say years ago that some people believe that the Apostle Paul was one of the ones that finally ended up as one of the 12. However, mm-hmm. there were many apostles. There are apostles right. today. If you look at the five-fold ministry of the church, there's apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. Who the original 12 are specifically that will be named in the 12, ga- in the 12 foundations, not sure I can answer that question. Okay, so it could, it could be... 12 foundations and the apostles. And like you said, there's more than 12. So one foundation could have more than one apostle. Well, or again, the Bible says that, um, and the wall of the city had her 12 foundation and in them, the names of the 12 apostles who the 12 names are. I don't know because the Bible doesn't say who filled that 12th spot and their names on that foundation. It simply says there are 12 names. There are 12 foundations mm-hmm. and, the, and the names of the 12 apostles. I don't know specifically if it's going to be Matthias okay. or Paul, whose name is going to be on that 12th one. But I do know the Bible says in Ephesians 2 that we're built on the, in other words, let me read it because I want to make sure everybody gets it. It says in Ephesians 2.20, and are built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus chose a specific group of individuals. He poured into them, and that was the foundation of the church in the earth. Whoever the 12 ended up being, that's going to be the names on the foundations of the New Jerusalem because the New Jerusalem is symbolic of the modern-day church. Um, Or I I should say the church from then till now. And so who, who that's going to be, Jeff, I simply do not know. This is Jeff Pop, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I thought I recognized your voice, man. You always come up hey. with good questions. So uh, I got, that, I got yeah, one other that, one. That's good. Uh, you're out there. You're thinking. <laughs> I got I got one other one on on uh, Revelation twenty uh, one. Okay. Um, uh, if if uh, when Christ comes back and and those that are dead rise and those that are here alive remaining rise and we become immortal. Yeah. Now in tw- in twenty verse one. Uh, we we have already passed through the thousand years where we came back with Christ and ruled and reigned with Him for the thousand years. So if we were ruling and reigning with Him. I know it says the second death has nothing on us, but when the books are open in twenty verse one, there it says, and the you know all the books are open for the those that are dead, including um, 
the book of life. Is the, Whose name's going to be in the book of life at that point? Those that died in a thousand years? Who's getting judged out of that book? Right. So the well, you're talking about, um, so those people that get judged at the end of the thousand years are the dead um, that have that did not make it in the rapture. They're going to be there. And then the people that went through the millennial reign. There will be mortals that live into the millennial reign, all of them, and the dead in Christ will stand before God at the great white throne of judgment. The people that go in the rapture, they do not stand before God at the great white throne. Everybody else will. Okay, so when, that, when, that, when the Lamb's Book of Life is open in 21, after uh, the millennial reign, those, the, the reason that book is open is because somebody died during that thousand years that was here on earth they got their names written in the lamb's book of life then well even people that are alive there there are people that are going to live almost all the way through that the bible says that a a person dying at 100 years old will be considered but a child so you Mm -hmm. remember how the 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 people originally early on six thousand years ago they were living six seven eight nine hundred years Mm-hmm. And so there will be people that the, the, the longevity of life goes back into that in the millennial reign. Okay. And so there will be people that live almost the whole way. But there will be humans on the earth at the time of the, when the thousand year millennial reign is finished. The Bible says Satan is loose for a short time. He goes out to deceive the nations again. He brings them back to battle at uh, the city of Jerusalem. But there's no battle because God simply, he come, brings a fire down from heaven and consumes them. And then everybody goes before, at that point, if you didn't go on the rapture, everybody's going to stand before God at the great right throne of judgment. And I've had a lot of people say, well, you know, um, why would somebody who was in uh, eternal torment, tormented with fire, I think we had this conversation last week, why would they go back up to the great white throne to be cast into the lake of fire? Well, because um, there was a guy that answered this for me at Irvin's funeral, and he said that, because the Bible says that there's something about their influence, people's influence, they will be judged for that. In other words, somebody like Hitler, mm-hmm. his influence lives on in modern day Nazi mentality individuals, people that are anti-Semitic and they learn that from their parents, whatever. His influence is living on. So he will be judged for everything just like Irvin is going to receive a, a reward when the Lord comes back for all of the people that he is still saving through the Jerusalem Prophecy College and all these DVDs and things he put out, his influence is living on. So we are going to be um, judged on a lot of stuff. And so um, everybody who does not go in the rapture stands before God at the great white throne. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, cool. All right. Hey, appreciate it. Hey, thank you, Jeff. And good talking to you. Got a lot of callers. Um, let's go to Robert in Ohio. God bless Robert. Welcome to End of the Age. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm doing tremendous. How are you doing, Robert? I am great. Good. This is the first time I've been on since Irvin. It was the last time I called. Man, oh, I'm man. so busy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's so a weird feeling. Whenever I step in a pulpit to do a conference, knowing that he's somewhere not not somewhere in the world where I can call him and ask him a question, or it was just weird for me right now, um, even sitting here on the radio with you, knowing that Irvin's not here uh, because he had such a role in my life and, and in end time. And I mean, none of this would be here without him. And so I, I understand right. where you're at, Robert. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, I'm blessed because I know I talked to you before too, when I called in other times when he was off yes, sir. Out on, the, on the thing. But anyway, I was wanting to talk about the 10 Kings and yes. um, 
Revelations, I think it's chapter 17. Yeah, verse 12. Uh, what, uh, yeah, 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 that's right. Um, what what I'm seeing is uh, what's been revealed to me. I'm gonna, I'm going to say it's been revealed. I'm gonna, just going to say that. Okay. Is that these are the money people? Because if you notice, I've been in retail for almost 50 years, so I know how the money kind of thing goes. You know, with everything. Um, if you notice, all the brick and mortar is going away. All the family businesses are going away. So mm-hmm. these are going to be the ten kings that control the money, and that's why it's short. And they're only giving their power for one hour because they're going to give their control and all their assets and, you know, all the the, the different financial, like, numbers and this and that right. to the beast. Right. And he is going to control everything. That's why it's short because they're just going to throw that over. And that is the time when we will go into the mark of the beast. And then the, for us, the believers, then we need to band together and we need to think about that now. Band together. It's almost like a barter system, mm-hmm. which will happen. So that's what I can see, and that's what's been revealed to me. What do you think about that? So I agree with the the Ten Kings will have just a short period of time. Obviously, the Bible tells us that um, here in Revelation um, 17, 12. However, will they come on the scene? I I believe they're going to be in alliance with the Antichrist for a... um, that they're already coming into and out. The Antichrist is not here yet, but they're, they're already in Europe. In other words, these 10 kings are going to be European countries and they are going, they're already globalist thinking countries. And when the Antichrist comes on the scene, yes, they are going to align with him. Um, and that's when the mark of the beast is going to be doled out. The mark of the beast can't be doled out till the Antichrist comes on the scene. And right. which is that final three and one half years, he comes in right there at the beginning of that. Will the ten kings align with him at that point? They're already going to be on board with him. But will right. he, oh, yeah. when you're talking about giving all their assets and things to him, if you're going to be part of the European Union in the end time like that, um, most of the countries, you can kind of see the separation now. There are countries that are all in, like a Germany and a France in Europe. And then there are some that are bucking against. In other words, the Brexit that just happened. Great Britain is bucking against yielding up all of their sovereignty to the parliament building in Brussels, Belgium. And so you can see kind of a separation. There's like a two-tier European Union, some that are all in, 110%. And there are some that are saying, well, well, hold up. We signed on to this thing, but I, we didn't really want to give up all of our sovereignty. So it appears that there will be 10 kings that will align themselves with the Antichrist and say, hey, we're all in. The Antichrist can't get the other ones fully on board, but these 10, they're just going to align with him. And, the, and that's what the Bible's talking about here, that for a short period of time, these are going to re- receive power and uh, be in full alliance with the Antichrist right there at the very end. Right. Yeah. You, you always see how it is. It's like there's like a forerunner kind of thing going on, and yeah. it's going to go to that. And uh, as far as like you were talking earlier about the uh, biometric screening, the um, which is going to be the mark of the beast. And man, you are so right that if you put something on your body, I'm not taking it. All right. And that's why it's going to go under the radar. It's the iris scan and the fingerprint. Mm-hmm. That's the mark of the beast. They're already working on it. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, and it's... see, and you're exactly right because your your discussion about this is like, no, we can't do that, and that's how they're going to do it. It's like, oh, but God put it there. Your fingerprint, God put there, right? Nobody right. has has power of your fingerprint. Nobody has power of your iris. 
and that's why it's already going to be that. So there's where it's going to be, brother. Yeah. I looked up in the original language, the uh, the forehead thing. The original language is optic. Is the word optic? That's right. Wow. And like you said, as far as John, he didn't know about helicopters and this and that, and he thought it was a locust. Nope. He saw that little machine they put up there. You put your head up there. He thought it was a four forehead thing, but it's really your iris scan. Yeah. What is it, mean- brother? Yeah, I mean, it absolutely could be. Um, again, I don't know at this point whether it's going to be a chip, your fingerprints, iris scan. At this point, I don't know. I know there will come a time when we will know because they're going to use... The Bible says everybody's going to be given a, a, a mark. Without that, they won't be able to buy or sell. Whether they will tie that into the biometrics, the body measurement of your fingerprints and a facial re- a retinal scan and a facial recognition photograph, at this point, I do not know the answer to that for sure. There will come a time when I do. Because they will use that to economically sanction you to get you to bow down to the edicts of the Antichrist. At that point, Robert, I'm going to be on the radio turning this desk over saying, don't do this. At this point, I'm not willing to do that. Like with the COVID vaccine and things like that, that, that's not even a question in my mind. That's not the mark of the beast. Is it a precursor, the societal conditionings? Yeah, it's 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 the world or it's the government kind of dictating to people, hey, you, you know, you've got to take this. Let's, they're coercing people now. But it's not really a, a mandatory because I, I don't want to take it. I've got a lot of my friends that are saying absolutely will not take it. Um, so it's not mandatory at this point. So is it the mark of the beast? No, it's not. The mark of the beast is going to be mandatory, and you're just going to simply have to say, no, this is my line in the sand. That's where we're at, Robert. Um, and yep, I, th- I think exactly. we're on the same page. We'll just have to live through some of this to see how it all plays out. Absolutely. Yep. All Love right. You, well, thank you. Thank you so much for the call, Robert. And God bless you. It's good talking to you, man. You guys, uh, I hate to do this. I'm right here at the end of the program. I don't think I can get to any more. I've got 30 seconds left. I hate to leave you guys. We're going to have to pick it up next week, but I do want to say God bless each and every one of you. Take a second on Monday to remember Memorial Day. Yes, have your barbecues, do all that other stuff, but make sure that we remember the people that died for the freedoms that we have here in America. I want to take a moment and just remember them and pray for their families. Somebody's got an empty seat at the table this Monday. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.